Hey, Chrissy here. I am a landscape architect and the owner of Kismet Design. I am a very process-driven designer, and I love sharing what I do and how I do it with anyone who's interested. Reaching your true potential and achieving your own personal goals will not happen by chance. You have to set your intentions, make a plan, and do the work. Thank you for joining me to nerd out on design. Don't forget to subscribe and to share too. Let's create something great together. Well, I'm not usually great at coming up with titles, but I'll toot my own horn this time and say even I want to listen to this one after reading the title that I typed out. I will start out by saying I'm not against education. Quite the opposite. But there needs to be a realistic conversation about where the transition or handing of the baton needs to happen. I will admit, if it wasn't so incredibly expensive, I likely would have continued to get degree after degree and I'd probably be a professor by now, just so that I could stay in school. I love learning and I love the open conversations and exchanging of thought processes. It's just all great. I even love taking tests. A little creepy, I know. But reality needs to have a seat at the table. And although that life works for a small segment, the rest of us have to go out into the world and do the things that the educators are teaching about. Without that, there wouldn't be a profession to work towards. The role of education is to teach us the foundational basics and teach us the tools to put into use in practice. Understanding the conventions of how to identify and name a plant is much more important than the memorization of the top 150 most used landscape plants, according to your professor. The memorization of those top 150 or however many is simply the exercise to help you use those tools, get in the reps, and learn and remember the plants. You might study plant identification in a completely different region than you end up working in. And although you may never use those plants you learned, the process of doing so taught you how to learn new ones efficiently and effectively. Even if you did have to do it 150 times, you'll do it thousands and thousands more throughout your career. There's a reason that many certified or licensed professions require both education and professional practice to become certified. You spend a few years learning the foundations, principles, and tools, then you go out into the real world and have to prove that you can put those skills to use effectively. No one wants a doctor that has never seen a live patient. They are likely to fumble through each step, and even if they make no detrimental mistakes, it won't be pretty. It takes practice and it takes guidance. Learning from more senior designers and finding mentorship and guidance is, in my opinion, almost more valuable than that baseline education. Through mentorship, you get exposed to so many situations that a professor couldn't possibly begin to explain in a way that you could place yourself in the midst of it. The reason I thought this topic was interesting is because I get questions on a fairly regular basis. In my regular circle of colleagues, I am one of the few that has a degree in landscape architecture and even fewer that have the license. Do I find the education and license valuable? 
Absolutely. And I wouldn't change anything. Do I think it is the only or best path to doing the work that I do? No, it is not for everyone. I recently spoke with a student briefly that is in a local horticulture program, and they are looking into whether or not they should seek additional education when they complete their current program. My answer? Maybe. Only they can answer that question for themselves, but I'll try to provide some insight in case you are in the same situation or know someone who is. The first question is what type of work do you want to do? If the answer is community planning, city parks, commercial, or anything of the sort, hands down, you need to go back to school and get a degree and a license in landscape architecture. If you want to focus on residential, we're still at a maybe. Let's keep digging in. In residential landscape design, there are opportunities that span a very, very wide range of skills, expertise, and education needed. Small plant-focused design or container planting design will be less demanding, and the skill and knowledge can be easily obtained from a combination of a AA degree level education, trial and error, mentorship, and last but not least, in the field experience. Medium-sized residential projects with a moderate level of hardscape, but not anything highly complex, is a step up from that in terms of demands on education and experience. But even with no formal training, if you have the skill and an eye for it, you can learn on the job. And seeking guidance from colleagues can be quite successful as well. Higher-end residential or more complex projects are where the tables start to tip. This is where education and licensure really starts to make an impact, not only on capabilities, but on confidence in yourself and confidence from your clients. Often without decades of experience, most designers that do not have an upper level education or certification steer clear of some of this work. So in a sense, the education can get you there faster. Without the education I received, I never would have landed my first two jobs in the industry. So not only would my education look very different, but my mentorship experience would have been very different as well. I am confident that I would have gotten here at some point, but it would have taken much longer and I definitely would not be where I am today. One of my biggest values is efficiency in case you didn't know, but how could you not? I nerd out on process and efficiency and streamline everything and anything on this podcast all the time. Education set that foundation for me to build my dream career on. That being said, there are forms of education that are not formal and set an equally useful foundation. I do think that is a big part of the reason that so many people come into this profession as a second or third career. Sometimes it's a lack of awareness of the profession, or it's a changing of interests, or it could even be a confidence in going after your passion. No matter how you come into the industry, what education you have or don't, the biggest thing you can do to give yourself a leg up and increase your success is to engage in continuous improvement. Continuous improvement looks like reaching out to fellow designers, asking for advice, It looks like seeking out continuing education programs, whether that's a formal program or classes by local professionals or communities like APLD. Setting time aside to study and learn new things. 
if you're doing this outside of a standard program or degree, you have to be a self-starter and you have to seek out those opportunities and be proactive about it because no one's telling you what you have to do and what classes you have to take. Analyzing your work and the work of others to continue to hone your skills and understanding, seeking feedback as well. I recently had an emerging professional reach out to me after meeting me on a garden tour to meet for lunch and pick my brain. I won't put her on blast here yet, but because I didn't ask her ahead of time, although I do kind of want to, it takes courage to do so. And I really, really appreciate and admire her for being so upfront about asking for advice and insight. Not only did she ask to meet with me for lunch to pick my brain, but she also asked when I am having my next client meeting consultation so that she can shadow me. And as all of you that know me know, I love to share and I love every opportunity I get to help build someone up and continue building the profession. There's no substitution for real life experiences and having a support group around you to share experiences with will help you build faster and hopefully with less painful learning experiences. I would love to hear from you on what your education and mentorship path looked like to get you to where you are now. I would also love to hear your thoughts, ideas on mentorship, education, and that tipping point of education to real life experience. I am preparing my next webinar as well. I would love to hear from you. I'm trying to decide if it should be site measurements or if it should be Hardscapes 101. Please reach out and let me know which you would be most interested. And you can also answer the survey on this episode if you're listening on Spotify. If it's something you want to be notified of when registration opens, please visit the kismetdesignco.com classes page to sign up for updates. Bye for now. To wrap up, I want to thank you for your time. I hope the ideas discussed today have left you feeling excited and energized. As I build both my business and my life, I value the support and feedback you provide. I would love for you to reach out to me to let me know what you think, give me ideas, or just to connect. Please don't forget to subscribe and also share with a friend. Until next time, go create something wonderful.